0: Do you love God, but sometimes struggle to love yourself and others in a way that's patient and kind? Is maintaining peace in your life a challenge? Have you tried all the diet plans and fitness programs and even submitted those plans to the Lord, but you still feel stuck? Maybe you've never learned how to truly care for your body in a way that doesn't lead to shame. If you have the desire to walk in the freedom Christ has given you, I'm here to tell you that health, healing, and freedom are available to you in the home of your good body. If you've ever felt drawn to our instructor training programs, but didn't feel called to lead a fitness class, Live Well Training is for you. You'll become a Live Well coach, equipped to use physical and mental health practices to lead others to pursue a wholehearted faith. Our team of experts will guide you through research-backed physical and mental health practices that lead to lasting change. You will learn how your physical life integrates with your spiritual life. You'll develop skills that align your thoughts, emotions, and decisions with the abundant life Jesus intended. Use your Live Well training for personal growth, one-on-one coaching, small group facilitation, creating a culture of health and wholeness in your home and so much more. You aren't too broken, too messy, too far gone, or too out of shape. Come let God surprise you as you give Him your heart and your body too. Take the first step towards a faith-filled, wholehearted life. Download a packet to get started. That's right, Revelation Wellness. If you've ever felt drawn to our instructor training program, but you're not interested in teaching fitness classes, Live Well Training is for you. This Christ-centered discipleship and wellness training will teach you how to live whole in a messy world and lead others to do the same. And you'll become a live well coach, equipped to use physical and mental health practices to lead others to pursue a wholehearted faith. All of the information is in the show notes. Just swipe up. In today's Revving the Word, we'll be moving our bodies while we train our minds, hearts, and souls to follow after Jesus. Thanks so much to our donors for making this podcast possible. Don't forget to rate and review us in all the places and leave us a message on SpeakPipe. We love hearing from you and we listen to every one of them. Just swipe up to do that. Ready or not, here we go.
1: Getting the playlist going in three, two, one, play. Take a deep breath, inhale, Let me see you move. exhale. However you can get that air into your body, do it now. Don't worry about whether you're breathing through your mouth or your nose right now, just get it in. Maybe shake your arms a little bit, relax into this. This is a get to, you get to move. You get to get up and shift your state. And if you maybe are stuck on something, worried about things, this is a great way to get up and shake it off. Hi, friends. I'm Elisa Keaton. Welcome to this episode of Revving the Word. If you're new to us, welcome. You have a good friend or a good algorithm in your podcast app it helped you find us we're so glad we are so glad so here's what we're gonna do you're going to move your body right now go for a walk fight hike lift weights mow the lawn these episodes are meant to be done while you move because when bodies move minds change it's true It is biologically true. Your body is going to start producing chemicals that help create change. In the kingdom of God, nothing is stuck. Nothing is without hope. Nothing, guys. So when you can't get your mind to think hopeful, or your heart to feel hopeful, get up, move your state with your body, with that good ability you have, because your body's for ability, not vanity. Um, let me see. And as we move right now, let's rate our perceived exertion. On a scale of one to 10, when you're moving on purpose, you're a good five. One to four is activity of daily living, moving around your day. But when you get to a five, you're moving consistently in a focused way. You can feel your lungs fill with air, the tension in your muscles of your legs, your thighs, your arms. And that's why take the breath to distill and dilute some of that lactic acid, okay? And throughout our time together, we will slide around between this five up to a, you're scared I'm gonna say 10. I might say 10 because we are gonna do some intervals today, but you do not have to do anything everything is an invitation if you're moving you're doing it right there's no scorecard so you might want to turn off your calorie counters because those just steal joy eventually not always but if those are rating you dictating whether or not you've had a good workout throw it away Mabe, don't throw it away, just take it off, stay free. You are much too dynamic and flexible of a person to get stuck in that rut of making anything but God, your God, and that's what we're gonna talk about today. So as you move your body, you're gonna hear God's word. And you know what we do? every week we come here for training in raining. that's a dallas willard quote i heard him say that we need training in raining. back in genesis 1 in the beginning when god created us he commands us calls us good and then says be fruitful multiply, fill the earth, subdue and have dominion. Dominion means reigning. You were made to reign over every thing that's been created because your creator God has crowned you. You are made in his image. Nothing else in all creation is but you. So we need training and reigning so that we keep every creeping thing under our feet. That's to have dominion. Rule, rule and reign. So how's your ruling and reigning doing? Here's how I know mine isn't doing too great. It's directly connected to my peace. Peace, a peace that surpasses my understanding and my knowledge, peace. It's the definition of shalom. In the beginning, we were made for shalom, wholeness, health, wellness with God. Oneness, no fracturing, no separation. How are you doing in that? Okay, if you're still working on it like me, you're in good company. Start moving to a seven. God help us now, as we open your word, open our hearts, cram it in there God, until it changes us. We want to reign as we represent you and represent you to a world in need in jesus name amen everyone said our scripture today our teaching text first samuel 7 3-4 and samuel said to all the house of israel if you are returning to the lord with all your heart then put away the foreign gods and the ashtaroth from among you and direct your heart to the lord and serve him only and he will deliver you out of the hand of the philistines so the people of israel put away the bowels and the ashtaroth and they served the lord only this is the word of the lord be a seven All right, let's work this out. Be a seven right now. It means that you are comfortably working. You notice your breath. This is moderate intensity. You could hold this for 30 minutes. You can hold this. It's sustainable. Good job. Stay a seven. So I asked you, are you able to contain your peace? Your right to rule that every creepy thing or disturbing thing or troubling email or text, each one that comes, that you're able to stay and remain with the Prince of Peace. Are you able to do that? Or does it seem like you're always leaking? (laughs) You've sprung a leak over and over. Listen to me. If you are always leaking, my question to you is where are you looking? If you're leaking, where are you looking? Where you are looking is where you are going. If you've lost your pace, if you've lost your right to rule and reign, if the crown fell off your head, you look down, you lost your way, come back to the Lord. But listen to me, please come fully and come empty. Let me say that again. Come back to the Lord, but come fully and come empty. Let's read this passage again. Say a seven. i me give you some context. Samuel is the chief priest. Well, Eli was the chief priest at shiloh and he had two here's let me just sum up eli's tragic story he had two rebellious sons that were doing heinous things they were involved in sexual immorality they were changing the way the offerings were presented and taken by the priests because a portion of the offering would go to the priests. Eli's sons decided they were tired of the lean meat. They wanted the fat meat. They wanted pleasure. They wanted comfort, y'all. We do this. They were in a position of reigning and ruling. The priests, they were seen as the men of God for the people of God. And in their comfort, in their luxury, started changing things. Oh, our hearts do this. Can I get a confession? Oh, this is why being comfortable is not something you want. You don't want it. You want a God who comforts you. Stay connected to suffering. So Eli's sons, we're creating all kinds of debauchery. And Eli, he was telling his sons to stop, but he wasn't intervening. Eli, he feared man more than God, friends. Maybe you need to ask yourself that question. Do you fear man more than God? Because if you do, you will have a hard time raiding. Actually, you will not be able to reign. Fear the Lord and reign. Fear man and be devastated. Be disappointed. And so, at this time, the Israelites were losing every battle. Why? Because they were involved in idolatry. (laughs) They were worshiping and serving other gods and adding God on top. That's a word for somebody. Is Jesus an add-on? Or is he the center? Now let me just tell you, even if he's the center, you're going to face battles. But you, my friend, with clean hands and a pure heart, will overcome. So... Go ahead now, and push. Well, stay a good seven. We're gonna push to an eight in this song. So things weren't going well for the Israelites. The Ark of the Lord gets captured by the Philistines, but tumors break out on the Philistines because the presence of God will not bow to the enemy. It doesn't belong in the enemy's camp. And so they're able to return. Actually, the enemies return the ark because it's causing them so much trouble. They put it on a cart attached to two cows and send it on its way. Get it out of here. It's causing us trouble. Ha! <laughs> Come on, y'all. This is what happens when we rain and we roll. We cause trouble for the enemy. The presence of God does, though. not us. And the presence of God wants to be with his people. Rule, reign. So the ark returns to the people. Eli falls over and dies. His sons die too. There goes a generation. They rebelled. By the way, this little caveat: as I was studying, Eli, he's old and blind and fat. He hears about the he hears about the uh, the ark being taken by the enemy, and his sons dying, and he falls over, breaks his neck, and dies. But what's interesting to me is that Eli was fat. I'll come back to that. Give me an eight, go.
0: pull back
1: go to a six or a five recover all right can we all just destigmatize times fat it's a substance you are not fat but you might have fat actually you all have fat i have fat you have fat we need it to live we don't need too much of it but man it tastes good doesn't it come on and this little clue That Eli was a big man, a fat man who died means in his distress, his sons are acting out, but he's supposed to be a man of God. You see, he's straddling two worlds, two worlds, fear of man, fear of God. What did he turn to? The fat. He too was eating these unauthorized sacrifices that his sons were doing. He was participating in it. And still, he was a man of God. Oh, conflicted and afflicted one, storm-tossed. His soul was at war. He was not reigning. He was not ruling. Push back to an eight. Come on. Come on. It's time to get lean. It's time to come fully to the Lord and come empty. Come fully. Come empty. As you move, just meditate on what it looks like for you to return to the Lord fully and empty. Pull back towards the seven. Come fully, come empty. Push to an eight, go. Hang on, 10 seconds, you're doing it. Lift the corners of your mouth, peace. Peace in the push. Peace. Pull back via five, six. Friends, come on. So the ark returns back to the people of God because it was causing a ruckus, a mess in enemy territory y'all this is so crucial the presence of god the ark of god represented the presence of god i feel like this is it for me for revelation wellness you know how we talk about our mission being physical and mental health practices for a wholehearted faith you know what the practice is everything is a practice that leads you to his presence. If you are gonna reign and rule, you need his presence. God, if you don't go with us, don't send us. If you're not with us, we have no victory. If you're not with us, we are chaos. If you're not with us, we are dangerous to ourselves. Be with us, God. Be with him. Return to him. Where have you been looking if you've been leaking? Where are you looking? Come on. Those two little orbs in your head are an extension of your brain. And where you set those to look, you behold. And what you behold, you become. Push back to an eight. 10 seconds lean in come on rain roll relax your shoulders lighten your feet i speak to your feet right now light easy float rain roll pull back finish off as a 7 listen The people of God were losing because they did not honor the presence. They cared more about their comforts. Gosh, it's so scary, y'all. Listen, I bow my heart on this because I am a woman who is blessed. And there's nothing wrong with wealth or resource. But you are blessed to be a blessing. You do not own it. Eli's state of his body showed that he was just cramming more in, holding it, gluttonous, in distress. We're all guilty of this. Open your hands. If you are returning to the Lord with all your heart, then put away the foreign gods. Recover. Put away the foreign gods. Everyone? How about, I'm gonna let the Holy Spirit talk to you about the gods you serve, the little Gs. Go ahead, I don't wanna say it to you. Ask the Holy Spirit. Who wants you to rain and roll and have peace and not leak? Ask him What are the false gods that I'm serving? Friends, listen, I love the Tim Keller quote. Actually, here's another Dallas Willard quote. If you're wondering, Lisa, I don't know, what are my false gods? Those are another word for idols. And when we worship, we give highest value and attention and affection to something other than God, that's an idol. And the act of that is idolatry. Dallas Willard says, idolatry is an image of God we make for our own manipulation.
0: Oh,
1: Eli. Eli was a man of God, worshiping other idols because of the fear of man. The fear of his children. Listen, truth be told, his, his son needed to be put to death. I know, Old Testament law stuff. Y'all, thank God for grace, thank God for Jesus, thank God for his death that atones for all sin. Come on, let's take a moment to applaud him. Paul, you live in the time of grace. Eli didn't. He was under the guardian called the law. And in his inability, To worship and serve God only, he compromised. He made an idol for himself, for his own manipulation. You know how many years he must have spent rationalizing his children's behavior or maybe just numbed out to it, and the people of God were being defeated over and over y'all the fish sticks from the head down (laughs) if you want to leave your family out of generational sin and bondage worship and serve god only unless you leave your mother your father you hate them jesus says which means love lesser you cannot follow him and in following him, you find your feet underneath you to reign and rule. So in his complacency, he just kept eating, numbing, compromising, and he dies. And the ark goes into enemy captivity the presence of god meant to be with his people go somewhere else and the israelites are lost losing they have now lost and are continue to lose everyone say these two words but god but god god throws calamity on the enemy territory until the enemy goes, get this thing out of here. Come on, y'all. Y'all. We should be able to walk into the darkest of places and darkness shudders, trembles. No, like, get them out of here. Listen, if you're facing any kickback somewhere, that you're bringing the presence of God, you're doing it right. Hold your peace and the enemy will bow at the name of Jesus, and the presence of God will get to its destination. It will do the deed, and it will get to its destination. (laughs) The enemy is a pawn on God's chessboard. As my friend Nina sings in her song, he's a pawn. On the chessboard and so god makes a move and sends the ark the presence back to his people and as it returns the israelites celebrate it says in verse 21 of chapter 6 1st samuel the philistines have returned the ark of the lord come down and take it up to you this is where we get our verse today. And Samuel. This is Samuel's moment. Prior to this, Samuel is watching the reign and the rule of a compromised priest. And now, Samuel steps into his role in a big way because Eli's dead, sons are dead. God cleaned the camp. And Samuel said to all the house of Israel, "If you are returning the Lord with all your heart. Then put away the foreign gods. Serve him only. And he will deliver you out of the hands of the Philistines. All right. Oh, I only got so much time. I love this passage because it's on the heels of God's done something. God's been God, but God, he moved because he will not be thwarted. People get in the way, he'll get it set straight. He's God, we are not. There's an if and a then. If you are returning to the Lord with all your heart, come fully. Return to the Lord with all your heart. This means all your allness. Friends, if you don't return with all, you might get a, little, a good little counseling session with him, but you won't get deliverance. You won't get freedom. You won't get transformation. All this is a real thing. But I love, it's a question. Samuel's saying, if, like, are you returning or are you not? Is this with all of who you are or just some of who you are? Because if you return, with all of who you are, then then put away those foreign gods. Come empty handed, put down your phone. I said it, gosh, y'all. I'm so tired of walking around and seeing everyone's head down. No one's talking, no one's seeing. Did you know just your gaze, your sincere gaze at another person can bring healing? Nobody's seen anymore. Put away the foreign gods, (laughs) the distractions. And maybe for you it's not your phone. What is it? I'm pretty certain it has something to do with modern day life our modern day eating for comfort and it doesn't mean that it's necessarily food it's anything that makes us feel good come on we have a generation of Elies, and it's time for the Samuels be hidden if you return to the Lord with all your heart this means your will your seat of appetites emotions and passions it's the center of everything come only to the Lord. But come empty. Put away the foreign gods. Direct your heart to the Lord and serve Him only. And He will deliver you out of the hand of the Philistines. Y'all, put it away. That word put away means to be removed, to come to an end. No more serving the thing if the thing doesn't serve you it's an idol and it's a hindering your reigning and ruling and so we train direct your heart tell it where to go oh, tell to it Jesus get back into I the presence of god surrender. train to reign over oh, and over fear god I only and not man begin fear god only and not man god we thank you for this message i wish we had more time but lord i just thank you that this is enough (laughs) your word is so rich lord i pray for the people listening that they would want to feast on your word more than their phones or food or friendships even, God, that friendship with you would be the first and most place, that they would return to you, direct their hearts to you over and over throughout the day, that we would be people who come again and again and again, and we come fully and we come empty. God, bless us in our lack. May your presence fill the holes in our soul and set us free to bring freedom to the captives in the enemy camp. We love you, God. Thank you for this message. We praise you in Jesus' name, amen. Friends, thank you. Thank you to the donors. Thank you that make this possible. Listen, so many good things are happening in the ministry. Swipe up. Talk about training and reigning. That is why we started Live Well Training that is starting in the new year. If you haven't heard about it, we're gonna put it in the show notes, but man, we mean this. We have got to train to reign. Whether or not you put on a pair of yoga pants or have your shoes on, that is not the only time to train and to reign. It is always throughout every moment of every day because you are connected to the presence of God. And in his presence is fullness of joy. And a joy that is our strength to crush the enemy under our feet. We love you. Thanks, guys. Have a great day. We'll see you in all the places. Peace.